Hello, everyone. I'm just interrupting at the very top of the podcast to let you know that this game that we have been playing, Interstitial 2nd Edition, is now on Kickstarter. If you go to bit.ly slash interstitial2e, the number 2, a capital I at the beginning, a capital E at the end, or check the show notes for that link, you'll find it up on Kickstarter. Crowdfunding. There's a lot of great things that are coming down the pipeline for it if we fund and the higher we fund the cooler that book looks so please bit.ly slash interstitial 2e capital i at the beginning e at the end and that number two and we're golden thank you so much i have not been writing that many new songs how i wish i could stay longer how i wish I'd never gone and you have not been writing me as often as I wished and sometimes I think I left you just to see if I'd be missed and I saw my fortune scrawled out up against the wall in a crowded marketplace in a town I can't recall Welcome! To Riley Hopkins and their amazing friends. My name is Riley Hopkins, and these are my amazing friends. On this show, we take stories and characters that we don't own and tell our own stories with them, because if we don't, who will? Uh, starting with uh, Jay. Oh, why, hello. Me? It's me you're asking about? <laughs> yes. My name is Jay. My name's Jay. I use they and them pronouns, and I am playing Shigeo Kageyama, the titular mob from Mob Psycho 100. And who's that coming in the door right now? It's 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 Marn. Hello, I'm Marn. I use she her pronouns, and I am driving this train ostensibly. <laughs> also, also coming in from another room, not from outside. It's it's clown. I'm doing the fucking Kramer. To open the door. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, but yeah, hi. I'm Clown. I use she her, and I'm playing Trish Una from. The JoJo's, and and finally ripping out of the couch like Danny DeVito. It's <laughs> Emma. Hi, I'm Emma. I use any pronouns, and I'm playing Audrey Jen- Audrey Jensen from MTV Scream. You already got my name. My pronouns are he and they. I am Shadow the Hedgehog, not just in gameplay but in spirit as well. <laughs> we continue to play our game of Interstitial Second Edition uh, here on the Infinity Train. Did anybody prepare a recap? First, before we do that, uh, I forgot to make y'all do your like level up stuff, so we should do that. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Yeah, I I uh, created two links, I believe, or moved. No, them you did I... a you did a retcon, right? Yeah, I did. I did a retcon. You're right. I have everyone's stories or research papers from the library. Uh, I, I stole them all. I have the the Elric book. I have a book of research on claw i have a historical record of newspapers from the week that trish's <laughs> shit went down <laughs> and uh I, audrey already has her book that's it hell yeah the so for for people who don't know the advancements that you can choose are raise a step by one get a new move from a playbook alter your link move or enact a serious change in the world of the game yeah, my mine. Yeah, make or upgrade, make or upgrade two links however you want. Alter your link move, gain a new move from a playbook, and enact serious change in the world of the game. That uh, I have been editing. Oh, okay. Cool. I was like, the, that is not what my version said. The magic of a playtesting document. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a funny little surprise. <laughs> yeah, every time Riley can't fail a roll, and. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, don't you have the like? I do have the pay, pay to win you five dollars. Yeah. yeah. I do every once in a while just get a message, just get five bucks that says like, it says like the most absurd combination. It's Rainbow Dash needs to shoot Killmonger from 150 <laughs> yards. And I'm like, I tweet, this is okay. This is okay to do. If Rainbow Dash is traveling on one set of train tracks at 55 miles an hour and Killmonger, another one from Chicago at 65 miles an hour. <laughs> Then where am I right now? Um, I, I'm going to... Uh, I think I'm going to add a move from uh, my own playbook, which is The Friend. Uh, I am going to add... There has to be something. Uh, when you can tell someone is hurting and they won't tell you what's happening, try to find out through other methods. Level up, cause a problem, and figure out what's going on. Oh, that's uh, good for this group. <laughs> well, it's great because I, I really... like like. Mob has multiple times tried to just ask questions normally, specifically to Audrey, but also kind of to everyone, and just gotten nowhere. Like, really, this is kind of the, the least effective it has ever been for Mob to just, like, be personable to people and ask what's <laughs> up. Um, so that's that's my thought there. Clown, I know you were eyeing a move. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm contemplating sequelitis, which is uh, a move from... The Survivor playbook, which is just uh, when you fill your harm clock, roll with heart. On a 10-plus, you may uh, instead choose you claw your way back to life once the danger has passed. Name one injury that lingers afterward. So, I think I'm going to do uh, sequelitis. Hell yeah. Emma. Mm, I'm going to go with a move, because this feels cool thematically with where we're at <laughs> for Audrey. Uh, so I'm going to take the move Puppet Master from the Dark playbook. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Okay. Which is, you can receive or deliver secrets and instructions discreetly. You may get in contact with someone over any distance. Spend a link to conceal your identity. Damn. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> wow. Pretty good. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's super fucking good for where Audrey's at. Wow. <laughs> I can I can do a recap if no one else has it. Does anyone else want to swing? I can do one in general, but I don't have a good like in character. <laughs> Dear <Best> diary. <laughs> I've been thinking about stands and how they caused all of this. <laughs> that's all that's all she wrote. Done. No, but so we had Finally had some some sweet sweet relief and got to go and play Kranz in the the drawing car <laughs> after the the weird messed up infinite loop car <laughs> infinite loop within yeah. the infinite train. First, we we figured out the the end of the infinite loop and Al had a moment. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Al had a bad time in a white room. Um, the group. Was very grumpy with each other. Audrey was yeah. stopping ahead. Mob was having bad vibes, and three people refused to really engage with one another in the back. And then things only got better once we Shadow the Hedgehog started talking <laughs> about. Yeah, we're all fictional, by the way, and you know everybody had a normal one about that. Yeah, Shadow, who has you know been in 
like mashup games, seen Mario at the Olympics, knows that Sonic is the main character. <laughs> like he he knows he, Shadow a Hedgehog of all these people has been in things that make him realize that he is not real. <laughs> well, he is real. He's a fictional character. <laughs> it's perceived by other things. And he was sending this along, this information, drawing connections between everything. And and everyone else had an even good time about it. Yeah, a normal one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mob's a protagonist. We all made fun of Mob for being a main character and the only main character here. <laughs> God. <laughs> Audrey is not you- a side character. <laughs> Audrey insists that she's not a side character. <laughs> and when people list the main characters of MTV Scream, they definitely name her probably fourth. Probably like second. Yeah, uh, you yeah. think? Is it just you? No. Martin, pack me up here. <laughs> Probably second or third. Well, I, I think it depends on the season because she definitely becomes more of a secondary protagonist in season two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we all, we, we got some snacks. Al experienced corn syrup for the first time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was good. That was good. Then we all had a restful night of sleep. Yep. Audrey got her book back, right? Or did she already have that? I forget. She had she, it and she re- started reading it. She was right. debating on reading it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it from Shadow. Mm-hmm. I gave it over and Audrey re- realized it's from season two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is not. Yeah, we left off on the note of uh, Alan Shadow are asleep and Trish, Mob, and Audrey are not and are like dispersed around this like dark arts and crafts space snork me 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 snork me 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 trish audrey and mob being the only ones awake whoa two things kind of come to your notice uh, one is that fairly shortly after uh, it becomes nighttime in the car and like the lights dim and the glow lights happen on the ceiling, um, you feel it shift, uh, kind of like the Italy car was shifting when you were in it. It doesn't like tilt to one side or the other, you just feel like something kind of grip the top of the car and everything shakes for a second and you hear like a gushunk noise and you feel that the car is like being transported somewhere down the line on a, on the train and you feel like a very heavy like thunk as it thuds into place mob just puts his arms onto the just like into the grass on both sides of him and just stares up at the sky a little more a little more shakenly i think trish doesn't even react but like when it lands she bounces up and there's a little like because you just made the floor soft to sleep <laughs> Oh, you know what? Actually, when it lands, Mob like gets lifted slightly off the ground. He like catches himself with telekinesis and very slowly levitates himself back down. You can hear Audrey bonk against the top of the cardboard box fort. <laughs> the other thing you hear is uh, is distantly you hear the sound of two people talking. Um, so th- this car is like pretty big. It's not just a room. It's kind of like got like different craft room zones that are like you know surrounded by like cardboard boxes and fucking like legos and cabinets and stuff um and you hear sort of like more distantly 
uh, on the other side of the car from where you've been, you hear voices. Can, can we make out any of what they're saying, or is it just, it's just too far away to? Mm-mm. It's far. It's okay. pretty far away, and they are hushed. I think Trish would immediately be like in combat mode. You know, <sighs> are you getting up and going and looking, or are you just like staring off in that direction like a hunting dog? Yeah, more, <laughs> more, more the latter. More the latter. Yeah. Dramatic pose of <laughs> your own choice. You know, uh, just kind of you know just waiting trying to listen in um i think i think mob sort of sits up and uh mob has been very in his own head for i don't know a, a couple hours however long we've been laying here uh i think he's just sort of like looks out in that direction of the, of the the sounds looks back at like where shadow and al are sleeping and over to audrey's box for he thinks for a second about whether to talk to anyone about it i think he uh very quietly stands up and uh, starts to walk over to see if he can get a better a better glimpse of what's going on. Is, is there like a light or anything from that direction, or is it just completely in the dark like the rest of it? It's in the dark. I think I said there are like glow-in-the-dark stars on the ceiling right, that are kind yeah. of like illuminating the space. Um, there's like, if, if Mob would like to stay hidden, like there's plenty of places to just like stand in the shadow of like a stack of boxes and like no one will see him. <laughs> There's something about mob hiding behind a perfectly mob-shaped stack of boxes yeah. that, that really does it for me. So yes, that is absolutely what takes place, I think. There's a black lampshade on the top. Yeah. The <laughs> um, yeah, mob, as as you kind of like wander away from... Well, Audrey, are you going to stay in the box fort? Yeah, Audrey, I think, was starting to read and closes the book okay. and puts it into her messenger bag. And she's in the box fort, but I think it's one of those where, like, so I made some really elaborate box forts as a kid. <laughs> I think it's like oh, that. Yeah. And there's, like, a little peephole cardboard mm-hmm. flap on top. So I think she, like, pushes up a piece of cardboard cardboard in the roof just enough to, like, peek out of it. Put the cartoon gun out. Yeah, cartoon gun in hand, ready just in case. <laughs> Uh, Mob, as you as you wander away from from the main group and sort of like in into this like thicket of of cardboard boxes, uh, you see the opposite door of the train. So like the door that you didn't come from, but that you would assumedly be leaving out of. Um, and close by that door is uh, standing a teenage boy, uh, relatively on the short side, blonde T-shirt, like sweatpants, whatever. And something that you can't quite make out in the dark that is, like, kind of floating in the air uh, about face height on him. Uh, You can see in the dark that he has, like, the glow of a number on his hand and he is, like, talking to this other shadowy thing. And he is doing most of the talking. He is saying, you know, like, "I, I think that you were right. I think that I've been the one holding myself back. And I, like, I just can't leave because I don't want to and at the moment that he says that you see a beam of light open up behind him and form itself into a door shaped portal and he looks at it kind of looks back to this shape that is like floating near him presses his forehead to it says thank you I will never forget you and he goes through the door and it like sucks him up into a beam of light and he is gone, and uh, it closes. 
Oh, does uh, d- does the floating shape stick around, or what's it what's it starting to do? Uh, it's just kind of bobbing there. I, oof. I, I think Mob like again looks back in the direction he came from, <laughs> looks back ahead. Uh, a beat passes, and then hello steps out slightly from the mob shaped boxes <laughs> uh as as you get closer you see that in fact it is a little like fabric hand puppet of a turtle uh and it looks like someone is puppeting it around uh but there's like no there's like an invisible hand like there is no obvious puppeteer uh and it like swings its head towards you in a very floppy way and says hello i didn't know anybody else was here huh oh hi yeah, me, 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 and some friends of mine are camped out uh, o- over that way. We're uh, what, what, what did you just do to that kid? Oh, I mean, he got off the train. It was his time to leave. What? Huh? What? What did he have to do to make it be his time to leave? I, I mean, it's, it's different for every passenger. I couldn't say exactly, but I mean, for him, it was just. He had to accept that he wanted to go back to his friends and kind of face the consequences of things that he was avoiding. Huh. This, this is gonna sound weird. Is he... Do you, was he, like, from a TV show? Or anything like that? <laughs> look, look, it's been, it's been a long day. I, I can answer follow-up questions you have about that, just... Is he, like, from a comic book or anything? (laughs) This little puppet has, like, kind of, like, glassy black eyes, but you get the sense that it would be squinting at you if it could. (laughs) You know what? I think I get the I think I get the answer from- you know what? Never mind. It, like, cocks its head to one side. It kind of lolls there because it's, like, fabric. (laughs) Yeah. Me too. Me too, TBH. Well, uh, do, do, do you? But it was the number, though, right? He, he got his number to, to zero. Is that what you do? It. We, we've been trying to figure it out this whole time, and no one's given us the full answer. But that's what it seemed like. I don't think I'm really allowed to give hints to passengers. I mean, I don't really know how it works myself. They don't, you know, we've got no orientation. But uh, I, as far as I saw, his number went to zero, and that door opened up. So make what you will of it huh it has little glasses like very oh, yeah. clearly taped to the edge of its little turtle nose <laughs> I, th- I think i think i think mob like the 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 curiosity gets the better of him a little bit he steps forward are you how are you so 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 just so i'm clear so you said he's like a puppet he's like levitating at a high yes, level like, uh-huh. like there's an invisible arm basically yes right? Think like so- so- like sock puppet shape, but with arms and like a turtle shell on the back. <laughs> Got it. I love that so much. <laughs> so are you? Are you? How how are you? Just fl- are you possessed? Are you psychic? What's the what's the deal with this? <laughs> I I don't know. I've always been like this. I'm a puppet. Oh. Some, I, I felt that way too sometimes, but I'm sure you've got your own rich life beyond that. It's okay. No, I mean Sorry. I'm literally a puppet, and it like flops its arms around in like a Kermit the Froggy way. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, okay, got it. <laughs> got it. It's an orange. I told you it was an orange. I know the whole YouTube video. Yeah. 
So, sorry, I've had a lot on my mind. I guess I'm not the most uh, quick on the upkeep right now. So, so do you do you just live here? Is, is there anything stopping? I doubt me and my friends are going to get out of the train in this car as easy as that guy did. Is there anything stopping us from leaving? Do we have to, like, solve a puzzle for you? Or can we just go when we wake up? Oh, no, you can just leave. I mean, I, I could also leave whenever I want. Like, I was... I was, oh. you know, I, I was kind of a long way from home, and, and he helped take me back here. But uh, yeah, I, I live here. I live right over there. Uh, and points with one arm, and you see like a little tiny house made of cardboard box, and it has like a smoking <laughs> chimney. <laughs> <laughs> Martin, I, I know uh, the sock puppet part of this doesn't apply to this, but I am now picturing him as a... Is it Flip Flop, the turtle yes, from Paranatural? Uh, no, 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 okay, absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, because that motherfucker do have a cardboard box on pool. E-back. Yeah, yeah, there's that motherfucker. Really. There's that flip-floppy little son oh. of a bitch. I love him so much. Um, I, I I think Mob does hone in on the TV. Wait, to, uh, take you... Yeah, it is flip-flop. I was all right. Oh, sorry, I'm just getting distracted looking at the checks. I like looking at him. What a guy. So, t- t- taking you back, did you... Oh. Did you, I think, I think Mob legitimately has already forgotten about the moving train feeling until this exact point in the conversation. Did, did that have anything to do with, it? was the car moving? Is that what that was? Do you know what was going on with that? Oh yeah, the, yeah, the train cars, they, they move around a lot, especially recently. I, I don't really know what's up with that, but yeah, I was, uh. I was, you know, I was visiting some friends in another car that was, that used to be just three cars down and everything got all turned around and, uh, I ended up a pretty long way from home. Three, three cars down, would, would that have been the, uh, the, the little farmer's market we were in earlier? Uh, uh no, because you've now moved away from the farmer's market. Oh no, but I thought at the time, ne- never mind. Um, okay. Uh, I'm trying to <laughs> A very main character of you, Mob, to think that everything that is affecting you directly affects everyone else. Hey, hold, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Uh, I guess that was pretty main character of me to assume that anything affecting me would affect anyone else. Well, uh, my name my name's Shigeo. You you can call me Mob. Oh, uh, nice to meet you. My name's Lunchbox the Turtle. Wow, I. I... <laughs> Were you were you na- named after a lunchbox? You know, I, I got I got no rightful idea. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's extremely valid. I've just been Let's lunchbox go, for man. as long as I can remember. Dang, that sounds that sounds like a blissfully simple and beautiful life, and I really love that for you. Thank you. It really is. Do you, Do you mind if me and my friends continued sleeping here? I'm gonna go. Uh, probably keep. Staring up at the sky, not sleeping, and thinking about my life. No, uh, I by all means make yourself at home. I just not like I own the place, really. Just the just the little house that's mine. Um, I would like to form a link of some kind with Lunchbox. <laughs> Absolutely, my friend. Oh man, I. <laughs> okay. This is a guy. I I think Mob meant it when he said that simple life sounds beautiful. I would like to make a mastery link with Lunchbox the Turtle. <laughs> uh, do I roll for that or just do it? I always forget how this works. Yeah, roll for it. Okay. Oh, that's a ten, baby. Yeah. Nice. Lunchbox, my mastery is so big. Yeah, say something true about your relationship. 
Mob thinks it's genuinely inspiring that this little man is just... In this moment, because here's the thing, right? Mob gets so absorbed in his own panic and crises uh, mm-hmm. at various points in the titular Mob Psycho 100, of which he is the main character. I think he sees this little man who is just vibing and like is just genuinely like, wow, I wish I could go back to not worrying about whether I was the main character or not. I wish that just didn't matter and I was just a character and that was enough because it seems like for him that's really enough and Mob I think says that very quietly to himself as he wanders back to where he had been laying down hey hey Marn is that a d10 yeah yeah that could be a d10 oh god yeah 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 yeah. hold on let me find my fucking d10 you somehow roll like the exact number you need to hit 100 even though you're substantially far away from it Uh, i am not substantially far away yeah but like not a not a d10 i know let me let me get my current percentage back up here i have a 65 percent you know we you know we should be if mob explodes and it's not the end of the season we should have the dices explode on 10 (laughs) oh fuck Let's hold on to that. That was just a two, so I'm at sixty-seven. Okay, I, two makes um, sense. Yeah, I, I think I think Mob goes. Uh, Mob, Mob heads back to where he was sitting, kind of kind of near others. I'm writing. Oh wait, I wrote that down wrong. There we go. There's lunchbox. It, it, uh, Trish or Audrey, are either of you like up and about at all? I think I think Mob like kind of looks around to see if anyone else is awake. Now Mob's fully up. Trish is just kind of staring and is like. Am I asleep right now? Like, she doesn't say that, but she's thinking it. Like, am I literally dreaming, or is this just my life? I think I think Mob kind of looks in her direction and says, There's a turtle named Lunchbox over there. Uh, oh, I know a turtle. Okay. And she just, like, lies back down. Cool. She knows this. She understands this. <laughs> she's yeah, tri- get Trish into the turtle. I've seen that clip. <laughs> no, that's Turtles a different are turtle, for hiding actually. In. Kind oh. of. Oh. That's fascinating to me. Wow, I love Stephen King's It. <laughs> it's one of those turtles named after Italian Renaissance painters. You know what? I, I, I think I think Mob just kind of says out to the out to the room of people who are asleep or not paying attention to him. There's a, there's a turtle named Lunchbox over there. I met him. He's, never mind, and just kind of sits back down. Snort. <laughs> Audrey ducks back into her cardboard fort and goes back to the book. Now, hold on. Is Mom not going to tell anyone that he saw a guy vanish through a door? I mean, yeah, when everyone's awake. You know what, actually? No, 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 no. I think think he doesn't want to, like, wake anyone up about it. There's something so funny about Mom seeing this and, like, sitting unmoving, staring at a wall for six hours. Then everyone gets up and he's like, I saw somebody get off the train. I, I think what happens, Mob sits down, does that, sees Audrey. I thought Audrey was already into the box fort, but sees Audrey go back into her box fort, uh, but still, like, stares just out into space, thinking about it for, like, a solid 20 minutes, and then goes and knocks on Audrey's box fort. <laughs> uh, Mob hears the book slam shut. One, one hey, sec. Uh, okay. What do you want? I... Sorry to bother you. There, there was a. I watched a guy, a, a man, go through a door made of light over on the other side of the room. He disappeared. Uh, a turtle told me he got to get off the train. I think his number turned to zero. Dude, go the fuck to sleep. 
I, I didn't dream. <laughs> I didn't dream it. If that's what you mean, I just look. I was gonna wait until everyone woke up, but I just I don't know. I, you, you were awake, so I thought I should let you know. She slams open the door to her cardboard box fort, and it's kind of flimsy and like dangling from where <laughs> the wear and tear of the box. <laughs> What do you mean? You saw someone get off the train. He was Where talking did they to go? There, there's there's a, a little guy named Lunchbox over there. He lives in this car. Uh, a, a, a guy was talking to him. I, I couldn't tell. Maybe he was an adult. Maybe he was a teenager. I don't really know. Uh, he thanked him for something, and then a door. He said he said something about wanting to leave or not wanting to leave. I. It kind of happened really fast, and then this door showed up next to him. It, it looked like the ones we go through between the cars, but just made of made of light. It was it was glowing, and it seemed like it went somewhere. I guess Lunchbox said it took him home. I I I don't know. I I hope it took him home. I don't know where else it would take him. <laughs> you just hear from the distance because she's still totally awake. Just an awkward like, "Hey, what the fuck?" Just like across the room. <laughs> Like she isn't Trish hasn't gotten up. She's just lying, like <laughs> staring at the ceiling. Like, hey, what? Huh? His name is Lunchbox. If you want to go talk to him yourself, he's he kind of floats off the ground like a sock puppet, but you can't see the arm. Is he he's French? Just, uh, I I don't really know accents. All right, that, that well, works for me. Trish so. stands up. <laughs> okay. On the most recent time, Shigeo says his name is Lunchbox. Audrey closes the door again, but now he's like. <laughs> Falling off its little <laughs> I, I think I think Mob gets up. Uh, kind of, you know what? Mob Mob looks at the door, uses a little psychic energy to kind of like right the the door for Audrey, and just and just goes back to his own spot. I think. Uh, sorry, sorry to bother. Enjoy your book. Enjoy your book. I think Mob just like dejectedly goes back to his little spot. <laughs> Shadow is still so yeah. Alice still asleep. <laughs> Al has his arm like like out and on his side, and Shadow is curled up into a ball in his Aww. arm. <laughs> Trish, you gonna go see Lunchbox? Go go see yeah. LB. I, I think Trish is just walking over in the the direction. Uh huh. You see the little you see the little cardboard house with the smoking chimney, and like the the windows are now lit up. I guess she just gives like a a knock, but like the fun uh, like the 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 the, 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 the type of knock. <laughs> do you do the whole shave and haircut, or do you leave space for him? Huh? Do you do the shave and haircut, or do you do the for free as well? Do you leave oh, him to knock back I've for the final two? No, for free. Yeah, it, it, two it's bits. shave and haircut two for bits. free. No, it's, it's two, two bits. bits. Oh. I dream for more, I guess. <laughs> I dream of a world where you don't have to pay for your shave and a haircut. Socialist shave and a haircut. <laughs> Comrades, <laughs> listen for the call. I think the, the little cardboard box house has like a little cardboard door knocker on it as well. <laughs> I think I think Trish, because I'm assuming it's like super tiny, right? Yeah, she has to like you have to like stoop to get inside. No, like she really carefully just takes out Spice Girl, <laughs> just lowers <gasps> oh. and just like like he uses Spice Girl to knock just normally like just uses That's Spice great. Girl's hand, but you know just 
Uh, you hear your voice from inside that says, yeah, come on in, it's unlocked. You see, for most people, this would be confusing, but I think Trish would be like, yeah, turtle thing that's too small for me to go in, I understand this. And she just opens the door. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think that Trish can fit inside, she just has to, like, stoop a little bit. Oh, so she does actually have to squat, got it. Yeah. <laughs> I think she looks a little disappointed that she didn't just get, like pocket dimensioned into this slightly small cardboard house. <laughs> it's basically like when you're an adult and you try and go in like one of those like plastic like playhouses for children. I understand. <laughs> like you could you could like kind of fold yourself over and like be okay in there. Um yeah, he he lunchbox is in there, there's a there's a fire going in the fireplace. <laughs> um the fire is also made of cardboard, you have what? no idea how it's giving off smoke. It's Paper like cardboard and uh and like tissue paper. I think I think Trish is just kinda like rubbing her eyes like you know, like when you're tired or have a headache, just the you know, three fingers in the middle just uh, she's like so I heard you evaporated a boy into light or something. He's like sit uh, sitting for for a certain definition of sitting. I mean like kind of floating in place <laughs> at the edge of a table um, where it's kind of like Muppet style. You like can't see his bottom half under the table and like eating lettuce off of a plate um, and says uh no, I, I didn't do anything to him. He was a passenger. He got off the train. Okay. Um, can you elaborate on this at all? I mean, well, there's there's passengers, and which is you, I assume, because you got the number. Yes. And you're just here for however long it, it takes for your number to go down. Uh, and there's denizens, which is people like me, we live here, uh, and as far as I understand it, our job is either to get out of your way or to, you know, help you along, uh, so that you can get off the train in a timely manner. I think she just kind of takes a deep breath and just kind of sighs and just goes, all right, thanks, and she just just fucking leaves and closes the door and under her breath she's like this is a fucking stupid stand this is fucking dumb i'm over it and she just like falls over face forward on the floor passes out why is everyone being so loud there's so much walking and huffing you hear you hear lunchbox from inside the house go okay see you later then trish doesn't give a trish doesn't give a thumbs up but she manifests by a squirrel's arm and gives mm -hmm. a thumbs up doesn't matter. I don't think the turtle can see it, but let it be known. <laughs> yep. What are we all mad about? <laughs> a boy went through a light door, and uh, we have to face the things we're uh, avoiding, or our numbers won't go down. Okay. There's a turtle. His name's Lunchbox. Is Lunchbox in the room with us right now, Shigeo? <laughs> I mean, he's like Shadow the Hedgehog, go back to bed. As long as nobody else stands up and stomps around while I'm trying to sleep. Honk. Me, 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 me. Snork. Me, 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 me. Do you all go to bed after this? Yeah. No one told me what's really yeah. happening more. <laughs> I still have to go back to bed. Yeah. Shadow's grumpy in the morning. Trish is just over it. She's out cold. She's just like, fucking, goddammit. Alright, whatever. 
Yeah, mob, mob hits not 99% uh, explosion overload, but 99% sleepy overload and does eventually just just pass out. If nothing else happens in the night, Shadow will get up first. I think he is a 5.30 a.m. riser. Oh, God. <laughs> and he, like, goes and rummages through the, ca- the cabinet for coffee beans <laughs> to chew on. And, like... I can see the house, maybe. Yeah, it, uh, so do you, well, let me put it this way. Who wakes up when the, like, train cycles back over to day from, like, the little day-night cycle that is going on? I'm up before it. Trish has slept in some situations. She's out cold. I think, I think Mob, like, starts to find a flap of cardboard box and just lays it (laughs) over his face. I and it's just kind of like fitfully in that like oh you yeah. know that like awake asleep on off mm-hmm. state Horsely. you get into sometimes he's just kind of in that <laughs> yeah yeah bad yeah shitty yeah you know the shitty sleep you have when you realize you might not be the actual main character of your own life because you're in the main character of a thing made by someone else and also you have to yeah. face your yeah. face and get off the train <laughs> like that mob sleeps the way you would sleep if that was going on for you does audrey get any sleep I think Audrey stays up. She is working her way through the introduction of the book and like catching up to where she is. I think she has to stop and put the book down when she gets to the part about Riley's death. Mm -hmm. But she does take note of the fact that she has not been mentioned in conjunction with any of it yet. Okay. And I think she eventually sort of sleeps like she lays down head empty because head too full yeah sure <laughs> shadow wakes up 5 30 right before the sun rises is in the kitchen is like is in the kitchen the snack room um and i think that lunchbox is in there <laughs> making some cardboard food for himself yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> and shadow like walks by and is like morning like, opens the opens the cabinet, like stares in there, <laughs> grabs a thing of coffee beans, puts his hand in, hum, crunch, 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 and then like pauses and turns around. Yeah, L- lunchbox is uh, floating at one of those like plastic like kids kitchenettes, and is like <laughs> has like a little plastic pan with like a toy egg inside of it, and is like moving it on the fake burner. <laughs> Turtle. Yeah. Um, uh, hello. Light door, right? What? Oh, the, you mean you, the passenger who got off? Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, the boy mentioned. Um, yes. Try to like looks him up and down. I, I say a swage is not a threat. <laughs> it's like, can I eat that? Sure. Shadow picks it up and is it plastic? It is plastic. A hundred percent it is plastic. Shadow puts it back into the thing. Pats the little turtle on the back. It's like, so, anything I need to know? About what? Most things, I guess. Oh. I'm going to level with you, little man. It's been an odd one for me. I've been doing a lot of thinking. I don't like that. <laughs> well, sure, I, I get the sense that most passengers have to 
you know, do a lot of thinking about their lives while they're here. I guess that's kind of the point of the exercise. Are you you passenger? No, no, I live here. You live here. Okay. Um, who picks the passengers? You know, I'm I'm not rightfully sure. I, I guess that would be a question for the conductor. Mm-hmm. Um, conductor, uh, how long have they been working here? I, I don't know. I, there's always been a conductor as far as I know. We met someone who said, don't trust the conductor, but British voice. Does that mean anything to you? That sure means nothing to me. Cool. All right. Well, um, have you seen this? And I hold up the wanted poster of Surge from the first episode. You seen this freak? They kind of like lean in and like bonk their nose against the paper, <laughs> kind of getting a close look at it. it. Says, you know, maybe I have seen one of those. I I couldn't really tell you where though. That's fine. I don't know why I'm making this turtle Midwestern. That's just where it's happening. <laughs> That's just what's it feels happening. Right. It feels, <laughs> it feels right. right. Every once in a while, every once in a while, like a tiny bit of Canadian comes through. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's an implied A to some of this. Do you have any problems that need to be solved? Anything like that? No. I. I mean, I. I was looking to get back to my home, but uh, I, I'm back now. So uh, uh, I, w- you, I would say so, problem solved. Cool. All right. Um, person who left, were they cool? They leave anything? Uh, not with me, no. I, he just left. Cool. All right. Thanks, Lunchbox. I'm, uh, we'll be on our way shortly. Um, if anyone bothers you, I guess holler. Does anyone bother you? Uh, Are you... Not- not many people bother me here. I mean, I get visitors on occasion, but they they know how to behave themselves. Alright. What a life you lead. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow walks away, walks over, and walks back over to Al, Al, who's still asleep, and grabs a handful of coffee beans, just throws them in his face. Uh, Al, Al wakes up and goes, ah, what, what time is it? What happened? There's a turtle who lives here. Puppet. Boy got off train. Number bought to zero. Not happening for us. Uh, seems fine. <laughs> Everyone else freaked out about it. Coffee? These are just beans. You have to <laughs> grind them. <laughs> you just eat them. He, he kind of like squints at you. And flops back down on the ground. <laughs> he does put a coffee bean in his mouth, though. <laughs> kind of like <laughs> contemplatively chews it. Wait, he takes. No, he can take the coffee bean, put it in his mouth, do a little alchemy clap, <laughs> put it on his cheeks, and it's coffee. Because that's the one but turn it into dust. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow, Shadow just goes like as soon as the sun's up. Shadow's like, "All right, everyone, wake up!" <laughs> clap, clap, ah! clap! Like, <laughs> fucking like knocks over something to like make a loud noise. Oh God! <laughs> it's morning, rise and shine, everybody. 
Mob, Mob just sort of begrudgingly lurches up. I think you hear muffled screaming <laughs> from Trish. And the just the just the floor is like visibly softer or whatever, and she's just like gripping it and shoving it into her face. Yep, she gets it. Uh, Audrey. <laughs> Audrey has been a little bit awake for a while, but she's trying to play it off like she actually got sleep, but you can tell that this woman has been awake for so many hours. Audrey, do you want some coffee? God, yes. I open up the top flap, drop a bunch of beans in there, close oh, the top flap. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I warned you. Audrey's number goes up by one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, Audrey's number is still oscillating wildly, isn't it? I don't think it's stopped uh, yeah, doing that so. yet. <laughs> all right, everyone. How are we all doing? How was night? We all feel refreshed. I feel Ready for refreshed. A bright day. There we go. Let's just keep on going. Trish is still screaming. <laughs> uh, mom, mom like looks at Trish and just like raises a finger and just levitates her up out of the soft, the soft, <laughs> and just writes her onto her feet. Knock it off. How close are you to Trish when you do that? This is a very important question. Like several feet away. I don't know, like ten feet away. <laughs> okay, let me let me do a very important Google search. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh god. Uh Jay, while while Clown does that, do you think Mob's hand number has changed at all? It's tough because Because uh... you've made no progress on the thought, but you've considered, right? I, I've considered it. Maybe it goes down like one. Okay. I don't think it goes down a lot. I think it goes down to ninety-eight, but that's as much as I'm gonna give you. Cause yeah, he hasn't made any progress. He's just kind of been staring into space until unconsciousness claimed him. Um, but he is the thought. He's on the precipice of the thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the very important Google search was Google.com. What is Spice Girls oh range? Because I think if Trish is just having a moment and starts levitating, like instinctively, <laughs> the good news is you said I mean, like I 10 can make feet. it closer if it's fu- more funny and cool. No. 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 <laughs> It's 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 like nine feet, I think. So it like she just almost fucking clocks him in the face. Yeah, just like a fist ends like an inch from Mob's face, and he's just too tired to react. And she just goes, "Oh, oh, sorry." No, it's uh, fine. Uh, all right, everybody, to make sure we're all on the same page. Turtle lives here. Boy vanished. Got off the train. Confronted their problems. All of us are fucked beyond repair. We're here forever. Let's keep moving. <laughs> I think Trish laughs at that. Mob doesn't. Audrey lets out something that is somewhere between a sigh and a yawn. Uh, there's no food here. We need to find food. I'm starving. What about the gushers? You can't live on candy. <laughs> I think I think I think Al is like rummaging in the pantry where you found the snacks and has like found a couple things, mostly like granola bars and like you know fucking like Nutri Grains and like Pop Tarts and shit. <laughs> yeah, we all have a huge tummy ache. Yeah, uh-huh. and just, there's like bottled water in there too, and little like cartons of like juice drink. <laughs> mob grab mob grabs a juice drink. Orange mm-hmm. juice drink from Concentrate. Yeah. yeah, exactly. 
Can I cast magic on a big Pop Tart wrapper? <laughs> yes. That's just comically large, I'm assuming. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I just got an 11. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I. <laughs> Just gonna make it soft and infuse it with the object itself, and Trish is just gonna like, like she's folding a fucking bed sheet. You're just gonna see her like fold it and fold it again, and she's just taking it with her. Oh, hell yeah, dude! Just for wow. later. Hell yeah. <laughs> fucking dope. Shadow waits for everyone to sit, get ready, like a like a dad going to the airport, <laughs> that, like when everyone's prepped. He just he starts walking off and is like, "Thank you for your hospitality, lunchbox." Uh, lunchbox gives you a little wave. <laughs> what's uh? What's it? What are we? What are we looking at through this door? Oh, are you asking lunchbox? Yes, I'm asking lunchbox. Oh, I, I, Wolf, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. The train, like the car, moved in the middle of the night. That's the only reason I'm back here. Uh, right. Did you not hear that or feel that shadow? I. Was asleep. Yeah, so so I was half asleep, and then I was not at all percent asleep. One of the perks of being the ultimate life form means I sleep ultimately. I, I you know, I okay. Asked and answered, huh? <laughs> Trish laughs again, <laughs> not in like a mean way, but she's like, I like this. Uh, <laughs> Mob sips his juice and walks out of the cabin or out of the house. <laughs> Fucking open the door, step on out into the roaring train and wind. Yep. <laughs> and then Shadow goes like, okay, I've been in. Okay, I've gone in first. Audrey's gone in first. Mob or Trish, it's all you. I'll do it. Go go get him, Tiger. <laughs> Trish is just like, yeah, fuck it, man. <laughs> Trish seems like she's having a weirdly good morning. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's like it's hit like like terminal fuck it we ball. Yeah, like she's had such a week. She's like, okay, well at least there's no assassins yet. <laughs> Probably it smashed all the way through the other side of the chart. Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> yeah, it went from it's so fucking over to like we're so fucking back on accident. It's, it is. It is. You know the one. Sometimes you get so depressed that you start having a great time, and that means the horrors are about to begin. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. That's that's Trish. That's her right now. Uh, I will say you do notice as you as you like step out of the car that apparently like the time of day on the outside of the car has not changed. Uh, while you went through like the whole day night cycle, it is still just like gray sky desert and like a couple dead trees out here we shouldn't try to go out there right definitely yeah, not okay. that it looks right. fucked up yeah <laughs> it looks bad out there yeah no it's probably not worth it it would be hard to get back if, if that's a bust i don't know how we'd get back on the train i mean i could levitate myself back on but even then i'd wind up levitating myself into the side of a train car and smack that'd be it like a little bug like a little bug that'd be the end of shigeo kageyama and who'd tell you a story then, am I right? And who'd tell me a story then? That's some MC character jokes. Hit him on the shoulder. Uh, Sonic gets a kick out of those ones. <laughs> Mob like gets slightly knocked forward by being hit on the shoulder and is just staring into space again. Go get that. Go get the door, Trish. She just gives a thumbs up and just <laughs> silently walks up and she just throws the door open and goes in. The crew is manic. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, y'all going after after Trish? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. You step into a kind of narrow, 
room made out of stone, dirt floor. Uh, there is light filtering in from uh, like a grate in the ceiling and an opening far ahead. Uh, you can hear a crowd very distantly. Uh, this room is wall to wall weapons just hanging on the wall. There's like swords, <laughs> axes. <laughs> like bows, gauntlets, pretty much whatever. And you hear like the noise of hooves against like this packed dirt floor, rounding a corner from this like entryway into a courtyard type area or whatever it is you can't see. A tall skinny minotaur comes up and says, oh, good, new challengers. (laughs) I can't accurately like describe it in an audio format but i think trish is just there staring with just like <laughs> like flack just like not exactly like what the fuck but not exactly like yeah this might as well happen just like an in-between of like fucking all right man. shadow's got a big grin and he's just taking swords off the wall baby. <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh i knew today was gonna be a good day do you have any guns big man uh, this is this is a woman. She's uh, tall, skinny, uh, wearing kind of like a, a toga situation, carrying uh, like a clipboard and a, and a little pencil, which like look weirdly anachronistic. Um, <laughs> and she kind of surveys you and says, I, I guess I should have said new passengers, but uh, I mean, they're all challengers here, am I right? Uh, so anyway, you, you got an odd number. So I guess one of you is is gonna have to well we'll we'll deal with that. Uh which of you are gonna fight each other? Oh, what? <laughs> oh boy. Shadow looks to Audrey and Al and is like, who wants a piece? <laughs> the the Minotaur moment, like kind of sees that you have varying reactions to this and says, Oh okay, I I guess I should rewind. Um the way that you get out of here, she she like kind of stoops a little bit because she's like way taller than all of you and like has clearly had to do this several times. And she says, the way that you get out of here is you fight each other one on one. And if it's entertaining and you get a thumbs up, you get to leave. <laughs> Don't patronize us. <laughs> but, you know, since there's an odd number of you, I guess one of you is going to have to fight the beast, and that's going to be a whole thing. <gasps> oh. Yeah, I'll fight a beast. I've done that. Oh, I might as well. <sighs> I, I, I think Mob's hand shoots up for fighting the beast too. Also, I rolled an eight. Mob is at seventy-five percent. Oh, good. I want to fight the beast. <laughs> let me, let me do it. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt any of you. I'd rather hurt whatever the beast is. Never mind. I'm fighting mob. <laughs> oh Can we just God. jump the beast all together and then leave? No, 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 no. Do don't take this from me. Don't. Ta- okay. Th- let me all tell you something. Nothing is better in this world than fighting your rival, than fighting a person that you've come to know over time. It's amazing. You are gonna sort out all your problems. You thought you think I'm having a good day now? Shadow's hyped up on coffee. <laughs> you think I'm having a good day now? Oh, just you wait, Mob. You and me, Mono and Hajago. <laughs> we are going to fight. The la- last time I fought my rival, who was my friend, who I knew I, I, I. You know what? Okay, fine, fine, Shadow. Let's do it. Um, I think Mob looks at the weapons for a minute and then uh, says says to the Minotaur, "I don't need anything." 
okay. So, okay. So you two are going to fight. Which other two of you are going to fight? Because, I mean, you're going to have to go one at a time. They're one-on-ones. <laughs> Al is also kind of into this. He's, like, doing stretches in the back. <laughs> Audrey is one? so acutely aware of the fact she doesn't have powers right now. Can we, like, come back and, like, do we have to leave? No, you, you only get one, assuming you get a thumbs up and make it entertaining enough. I mean... But if I, well, if I go around, I run so, up the wall, come back in the other side, do I get to do it again? I I guess, I mean, you could also un- unseat our reigning champion, who is, again, the Beast, who is... Oh, the Beast is the champion? Oh. You're lucky, Trish. It's gonna be good. <laughs> I'm gonna kick this thing's ass. <laughs> I guess that leaves Audrey and Al to fight, huh? Uh, I'll, I'll give you a thumbs up. I'll go easy on you. I won't use alchemy. Cool. <laughs> do we get to see the people who fight after, after, like, or do they move to a separate room? Do I get to see them? Do they come back to the locker room? Do we get to talk? You, you I mean, sure, you can, you can watch all the fights that aren't yours if you want. I mean, there's, you but can like, go up in the stands even. Can I get like a one-on-one with somebody after their fight? If you want to. <laughs> hey, hey, Audrey. Catch! I throw you the chaos emerald. Oh my god! <laughs> what do wow. I do with this? <laughs> you just think chaos control. You put your whole heart into that. Like we got, you'll get it. You fuck that substitute teacher up. <laughs> <laughs> She's got you. You're going nowhere. I I thought we were. I thought we were bonding. What? The- <laughs> we are bonding. Is this not bonding? <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, no, I'm kind of getting into this. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I have an older brother. I get it. <laughs> Here, Shadow grabs a handful of different sized swords and is like, we're all going to draw swords for who goes first. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think Al seeing that uh, that Audrey now has, like, a, a power to use uh, has grabbed, like, a couple of, like, lightweight gauntlets and, like, put them on his arms. <laughs> God. Um, Audrey has found a knife on the wall that is long and a little bit yeah. curved and like the standard scream knife hell yeah <laughs> and she's got that and she's got her cartoon gun still because i assume they didn't confiscate yeah that. no absolutely i'm trying to think if if mob goes back on not taking anything is it, is it's all melee weapons in this place like what's what's the range it's all kind of like old timey like think like roman Colosseum type shit like gladiators shit like shields and bows and swords um there's some like flails and stuff so there's like a couple long rangey things that you could use if you want to there's also armor i think mob just takes a shield and says this is all i need trish is gonna take a sword that's like very visibly a little too heavy for her (laughs) but she's just taking that one Excellent. You already know what it is. Shadow puts on a black helmet and it holds a golden sword upside down, oh like his design from the Black Knight. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Shadow looks like this. Yeah, baby. <laughs> He's got full Sir Lancelot mm-hmm. drip. He's ready to go. Um so yeah, out of out of character the way this works is it's all one v ones. Uh you can decide what order you go in and you can assume that like the people who aren't participating are just like in the stands hanging out. 
Shadow wants the Chaos Emerald for his fight still because he knows Mob can tussle. Like, he can see it, so he doesn't want to go first. <laughs> but he does want, like, Audrey to have the Chaos Emerald to go before him. Oh, man. Are Audrey and Al starting then? They go first. <laughs> Let's just get this over with. <laughs> you got him, Audrey. You got him. Fuck, give, us a, give it a test. Give it a test. Give me a little Chaos Control. No. You're, you're gonna have to say <laughs> No, yeah, you should you should make sure you know how to use it first. <laughs> Point I mean, it forward. Channel your cha- like think I'll about your I'll use it if I have to. But I'm hoping the people I'm traveling with aren't going to beat the shit out of me. No, I'm not going to beat the shit out of you. It's going to be a friendly fight. Then I don't need to practice. He's going to kick your ass. It's got to be interesting. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine, Audrey. He's gonna kill you. Al is gonna He's kill not gonna you. Al is like, does have like a little tiny bit of a shit-eating grin. Because <laughs> he's like a guy who, who like spars with his brother all the time and like roughhouses with his brother. You can see, for anyone who's paying close attention, you can see Audrey's grip on the knife get just a little bit tighter. And in the back of her head, she's just thinking... I got away with it. <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to hurt you. We just got to make it entertaining, right? Right. So let's make it entertaining. <laughs> she puts out her hand to shake Al's. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he uh, he shakes her hand with his like heavy gauntleted glove hand. Because oh, he's, he no, he's wearing them on both hands. He did take big metal gloves, yes, didn't he? He, he took uh, like, they're oh, actually, yeah. they're they're fairly lightweight, but like it, it's the kind of thing where like you would have to get used to wearing them, basically. <laughs> Marn, what's the 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 defense item situation? Because I I want to be able to justify Audrey being in a sick black cloak for this. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there are like you could you could wear whatever the hell you want. There's like armor. There's cloaks. There's shields. Go nuts, y'all. Perfect. I think Audrey finds a cloak, but because we are in fancy medieval, run by a minotaur, magic land. Mm-hmm. It's got that like thick fabric in a way where it's like not quite chainmail, but it's got a similar mm-hmm. vibe to it, like almost like what, what people wear when they're diving with sharks. Yeah, uh-huh. to try to prevent them from biting through. Hell yeah! You and Al kind of get escorted to entrances on on two different sides of this uh, of this ring, uh, which you now realize as you as you kind of like get a good view and like as I assume everyone else filters into the seats is a coliseum. Uh, <laughs> and y'all come out and it is like big coliseum floor. There's like ruins that you can like hop up or like hide behind, but it's overall like very high visibility. And yeah, every pretty much everyone else in the in the stands is like minotaurs and like Greek myth like dryads and shit. The the Emperor Minotaur has a box seat looking out over over the battlefield. Shadow makes us go right up to the edge, uh, to like the front row mm-hmm. if there's any space available. He will kind of elbow past the minotaurs. Excuse me, excuse me. Pardon. Uh, the splash zone. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you get it. <laughs> and we'll look to is there anyone carrying around snacks? Oh uh, yeah, there's there's probably like people selling snacks. <laughs> can I get, hey, can I get three popcorns, three hot dogs, and can I get three beers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you can get beers. Yes, dude. <laughs> 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 
Ma Mob has brought his shield into the stands with him and like already like sort of <laughs> set it in front of him. And I think he just like takes the beer, thinks about refusing it, and just goes, hmm. And just sort of like holds it behind the shield so it's less conspicuous. <laughs> has not drunk it yet, just has Shanna it. Shanna holds up to cheers, Trish. Trish cheers. Is, I think this is normal for her. Like I'm already trying to figure out how Audrey can get Mob's beer bottle to break it and use it as a weapon. Oh my god. Shadow, <laughs> if, oh, if Audrey looks oh. to Shadow, Shadow will chuck it. Yeah, you can, you can chuck shit down. I was gonna say, that was literally my plan a few <laughs> steps ahead for hiding it there, so we're in the same brain state, my friend. Mob has come into this fight like, I want to make sure my regular friend Audrey, I know she has the Chaos Emerald, but I want to make sure she's okay. That's also why the shield is, is there. This is such a dope car. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> electric. <laughs> Audrey, you and, you and Al, like, come out the two entrances on opposite sides, and as you were, like, standing there, someone in the Emperor's box rings a gong, and that is, like, your sign to go. And as soon as that happens, Al claps his hands, you see, like, the blue flash of alchemy, and his gauntlets become the blades, like, that slide over his hands. Yes! Jesus! <laughs> Uh, and he has them on both arms. <laughs> and he just fucking, like, takes off at a dead sprint around, like, the perimeter of the arena. Oh my god. Fuck him up, pal! Fuck him up! <laughs> Audrey immediately starts taking note of the different, like, crevices in the ruins and hiding spots. Mm -hmm. Because you know there's gotta be a section where you can go in one and pop out a different one. Yes, absolutely. Uh -huh. <laughs> So Audrey like vanishes into the one of the ruins. I think Alice kind of like circling and like sees her do that and claps again and instantly is like shot up on like a column of earth so that he has like the bird's eye view of the arena. Damn it. And it's just like perched up there like waiting for you to make a move. And he says from his perch like, they're, they're blunt, I'm not gonna stab you. Boo! <laughs> Her fight or fight instincts are kicking in so hard <laughs> because objectively Audrey knows that this is a fight for entertainment, but every fight she's been in with her friends in the last few weeks has been murder. So I think she's just like in overdrive. She's trying to figure out where to move to. And I think, I think she starts taking stock of where the different exits of the ruins are so that she can Ooh, okay. keep moving through them and popping out in different spots because Al is getting the high ground, so she doesn't want him to know where she is. I think it becomes a thing that, like, as soon as Audrey pops out of one, Al will, like, flick kind of like a projectile of, like, mud down towards her, just <laughs> to, like, keep her on her toes. <laughs> Audrey finds one that's, like, almost in Al's blind spot, and she knows that in order to actually do anything, she needs him on the same playing field that she is. <laughs> so... She sticks out the cartoon gun and aims at the base of the, the mud pillar that he's on top of. Oh shit. Yes. And yes. same as before. Hell yeah. She pulls the trigger on the gun. You see the little lines stick out with the rod and the flag flip out that says bang. And then the sound wave explosion at the base. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it carves out like a huge hole in the base. The the pillar like topples sideways. Al goes like head over heels flying. He is laughing as this happens because he's like genuinely excited <laughs> that you like snuck up on him. Uh, and it's just like fucking head over heels tumbling into the dirt. <laughs> 
I think Audrey's also using the dirt as like cloud cover. Yeah, uh, he he picks himself up really fast and is, is just kind of like looking around, trying to like figure out what angle she's coming at him from. He's like very disoriented because he's just like had a huge tumble. I'm trying to figure out if there's something I have to roll to do what I want to do. What do you want to do? <laughs> I want, in the same way in a classic horror film, you see the killer pop up behind someone without them realizing it. You see Audrey cloak over her head, pop up behind Al, and with the base of the knife, not with the blade, just bonk the back of his head. Roll strike with intent, I think. That's an 11. (laughs) Oh God, okay, choose two. Damn. (laughs) I think because Audrey is on so like, High adrenaline slasher film autopilot. I think by accident she deals great harm. Yes. And then moves before Al can react. She is back in the the hidden ruins. Yeah, you're like the butt of your knife comes down right on his temple, and you have time to like see it kind of open a gash in the in the side of his forehead. He winces, um, and you see like the blood start to run down the side of his face, like kind of over his eye, and then you're gone again. Audrey is freaking out in the ruins. The numbers on her hand are moving faster. Shadow has started an Audrey's gonna kill you chant. Oh god. The miniatures sure are very great for your brain. Everybody loves an underdog. I, I think Al, like, ooh, actually, I think what he does, he uh, he does the little, like, clap alchemy, and you see the spark, and it, like, instantly dissipates the dust in the air, like, it parts to two sides, so, like, he has the visibility back, and he kind of takes off in, like, the direction that he sees Audrey going through, like, the, the passageways in the ruins, and is, like, tracking her. Sick. And I think if, well, would she let him close enough to talk to her, I guess is, is my question for you. I I think that Al's faster than she is. So if he knows where she's going, I think he can at least get close enough to yell and she would hear it. Even if he doesn't know exactly where she is. Yeah, I think he is kind of like dogging her through these ruins and gets close enough to yell and says, hey, that was really good. Uh, and as he says this, he tries to, like, slide in and, like, sweep her legs out from under her with a, like, a low kick. I mean, Ghostface does usually eat shit. <laughs> Let's do an effect the outcome uh, with Dark just for her to, to dodge the move. Ooh, not as good this time. Seven. Well, that slowed them down for the moment. So okay. I, I think, like he is not quite fast enough to like get Audrey's feet out from under her and, and just kind of like makes contact with maybe like the backs of your ankles or something. Nice. But it, it's kind of still coming after you and if if you look back you will see just like the blood absolutely like pouring down half of his face. He just don't really seem to notice. <laughs> is he still smiling? He's kind of doing the thing where like he is smiling like he's having a great time, but like his eyes are very intense and you can see that he's like dialed into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Audrey up. We put you in a nightmare <laughs> scenario, dude. <laughs> As you like kind of duck into like a more covered part of the ruins where the crowd can't see you, he says a little bit quieter, he's like, I I'm gonna let you win, okay? Oh, that does not make it any better for Audrey. Audrey wants to <laughs> kick his ass now. 
God. The other move I almost took was who are you calling small? Oh my god. Uh-huh. <gasps> <laughs> I think in that moment, Audrey hears, I'm going to let you win. And it is just, it pisses her off. And her number finally stops moving. And it's up like 10 from where it was. Yep, that puts you at 106. <laughs> Perfect. And this is after it's been moving like all night back and forth. Mm-hmm. Al is like genuinely trying to like talk strategy with you in this like place where nobody can see it happening. <laughs> oh, Al, baby. <laughs> I'm so worried him for up. him. Fuck him up. Fuck him up. Audrey works best with stealth, so she is still moving through the tunnels. But I want there to be like a way for her to set a trap for him. Ooh, okay. Do you want to roll Strike to Subdue? And that will just determine how effective the trap is. <laughs> yeah, I think she... Maybe, like, there's two clasps on her cloak, and she takes one of them almost... Or, like, part of the cloak, or even the cloak itself, to, like, almost do, like, a tripwire. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Because it's not well lit in the ruins themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think she does that, and then she, like you know, does the classic throw a rock to get Al to move that way. All right, roll strike to subdue. I got one four and then a one, and I have a minus one, so I got a four. Oh, God. Audrey is going to burn her link with Piper. Mm. Yeah. She is the one in charge now. She got away with it. Piper didn't. All right, re-roll that die. (laughs) It's a two. (laughs) <laughs> feeling real big, real fancy, mm-hmm. real good. So that's still a minus one. So I got a five. <laughs> so I think, I think you still like Al. Al goes in the direction of the of the rock and, and kind of like gets caught in in this cape situation and stumbles, but just like writes himself very quickly and like is able to like spin around and redirect faster. Than, uh, than you thought. And I think he also like does the little alchemy thing and slaps the ground and like starts to make more like pillars of mud come up out of the earth to like try and trap Audrey in like a smaller ring inside the arena. Ooh. They're coming through the top of the ruins yeah. and shit. <laughs> and, you, and you hear him say as he's doing this, well, I offered. She can, like, barely hear anything Al is saying because she is in such a way and such a state, and she got so little sleep. Use the Chaos Emerald, Audrey. Yeah, you've still got the Emerald. Use the Chaos Emerald. I don't know if we're there yet. The walls are literally closing in around you. Can I ride one of the pillars out? Yeah, you can. Cool, I hop on and ride one up, and then when it's close enough that I will hopefully not get too hurt, dive roll off of it. So you want to be on the outside of this of this circle? Yeah. Okay, yeah, you uh, you kind of roll off and you land on the outside. The pillars kind of continue to shoot up and then they kind of like taper off as Al has like realized that you uh, rode one up to the top and he can't like trap you anymore. But you still kind of have this like wall between you. Where is Al in relation to the wall? You are both on opposite sides, so you both technically have, like, cover from each other for the moment, but you can't reach each other without, like, running the length of this wall. 
and you kind of hear footsteps that may or may not indicate that, like, that is exactly what he's doing. <laughs> I think Audrey looks to the crowd. She, she wants to vibe check what the crowd is saying, both, like, what how their group is reacting to what's happening, and also, like, does it look like the crowd will call a fight before someone is downed? The crowd is very into this. You can tell that, like, this is kind of more than they were expecting from you. They are very into it. Like, everyone in the Emperor's box is very into it. That's going to do great things for Audrey's ego. <laughs> Shadow's fist pumping and, like, going wild like a like a, like a a lunatic at a football <laughs> game. <laughs> he went out and bought a shirt that has a big A for Audrey on it. <laughs> <laughs> could also be an A for Al. It's shh, don't know until. <laughs> the Minotaur Emperor looks very into it, but you get kind of the, the sense that he wants to see how it's gonna wrap up and like doesn't want to call it while you're still like dodging and weaving and shit. Fair. As Audrey is like doing this and looking to the crowd, I think like a door kind of like carves itself out in the barrier near her and Al kind of slides through it and no longer has the gauntlet and is just gonna start like throwing fucking punches. <laughs> Sick hand-to-hand combat. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. He is like canonically better than Edda hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> nice. Whoa. What was what was Mob and Trish's re- and, and Trish's reaction? How are they? Yeah, how, how are, are they? Mob and Trish doing? <laughs> I, I think Mob has his hand grip tightened on the shield and is, like, debating throwing it down to Audrey. But probably knows that Audrey wouldn't appreciate that based on Audrey. So, but I think he's, like, on the edge of doing it anyway. I think Trish is hyped, but she's not, like, showing it. <laughs> Trish is doing the like, arms like folded nodding at the back uh-huh. of the concert. Basically. Yeah, Mob is just taking this whole thing deadly serious. Like, he is just, like ready to act if one of them gets more seriously hurt. Alice throwing punches, but they're, like, very controlled punches. Like, they're not going to hit anywhere that is, like, going to hurt you, like, fuck you up permanently, basically. Like, they're mm-hmm. fully, like, sparring punches. And you you can tell, like, this is a thing that he has a lot of experience with and he, like, knows how, how to control that impact. Great. Audrey's not great at control. Yep. <laughs> and you have a knife. And I have a knife. <laughs> Does Al land any of the punches? I think he lands a couple. Like, he fucking hits, like, your shoulder and he gets one off on, like, your leg, maybe. It's definitely more, like, supposed to look showy than, like, actually harm you. Cool. But, like, it still hurts. Like, it's gonna it's gonna bruise. Yeah, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> Audrey doesn't necessarily forget that she's got the blade in her hand, but it's, like, second thought. Uh-huh. And I think she goes for the waist. He sees you cut up with the blade and instinctively drops down and crosses both arms in front of his face in a block. Oh, he, took, he took off the- Yeah, and does not have the gauntlets on and it goes like straight across both arms. Oh! And you hear him like hiss behind his arms. Uh, and as that happens, you uh, you hear the gong ring again. Audrey drops the knife. <laughs> And the fucking, like, dust clears at the arena, and Al is just, like, kneeling in front of you with his arms, like, dripping blood. As the dust clears, you just see the knife, like, clatter to the ground. And Audrey is just, like, standing there, staring at him, like, oh, fuck. Did we get blood splatter on Audrey? Yeah, yes. absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my god. 
and he kind of like parts his arms a little bit so that you could see his face and you you see like blood down his face he's like tearing up a little bit but he is smiling at you and he says ah i forgot uh and he levers himself up and gets to his feet uh he offers you his hand uh which is like dusty and covered in blood and he says good fight my god, can I make a mastery link with Al in this moment? <laughs> Absolutely! Uh, I think that him, please. technically falls under my link move, which is when someone offers you solace, make a mastery link. Yeah, absolutely. Because he didn't let me win, and he is still... Like, I got a huge hit on him, and he's still, like, a good good game. Uh-huh. That was so fucking that's, tight. That's awesome. that, that was great. Shadow yeah. smashes a beer bottle and it's car. just howling. <laughs> Audrey shakes hands with Al and then looks at Shigeo and is like, please beer me. <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, yeah, Shigeo has not drank a drop of that beer and just like throws it to her using like, use his psychic power to shoot it, just keeping it perfectly vertical so that it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, like, drip a drop out and shoots the beard Audrey on. downs it and smashes it on the floor on top of the knife. <laughs> Mom very quietly mutters, that's hardcore. The crowd has to erupt, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the crowd is fucking into this. Y'all get to, like, go off and go to the medic tent to cool. get some fucking band-aids. Yeah. I, t- I tossed Shadow the Chaos Emerald. Told you I didn't need it. Shadow, like, open palms it. She's like, you didn't need it! You didn't need it at all! <laughs> it throws it in the air, catches it again, does a little flip with his other sword, and is like, are you ready, Shy Guy? <laughs> Marn, is this where you want to end it since we've been going for two hours? Because if so, I have, like, a yes, good absolutely. Note to end Yeah, it let's on do it. That. Okay. Yeah, I think I think Mob stands up and looks at Shadow and goes, "Listen, if I go too hard on you out there, you tell me and I'll and I'll dial it back. We've got it under control." And as he says, "We've got it under control," you see his number go up <laughs> as he walks by. <laughs> what are, what are you at now? I'm your life, little man. <laughs> back up to ninety nine. <laughs> okay, um. <laughs> Audrey, as you and uh, and and Al walk off to the medic tent, actually, as as you shake Al's hand in the arena, you see that his number has gone down in opposition to Mob's. Nice. I was tr- trying to decide if Audrey's goes down at all when she shakes hands with Al. You do pull your hand away from the handshake, and there's blood on your hands. <laughs> oh, true. I think it goes down by like two, but she doesn't see it because there's blood on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think as as like Al wipes his off to like give you the handshake, you see that his has gone down to to two thirty instead of two fifty. Oh, that's a big drop. Apparently, yeah. all we needed is to beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh Who God. hasn't been in high school before? You found religion when you realized you could fall. Now you say you've come far enough to. Give me a call, and so you're calling now, but I lie, and I tell you that I'm
interstitial second edition is a game by Riley Hopkins. That's me. You can buy it at revrybread.itch.io. You can find other podcasts we do at moonshotpods.com. This song playing under me right now is San Crystal Ball, live version, used with permission by Mal Bloom. Thank you so much. You can find me at badfuckingpodcast.com on Blue Sky. Marn is at Corpse Survivors on Twitter. Jay is Extreme Salsaing. Emma is at E M A T S C A. And Clown is at Kroglunk, C R O A G L U N K on Tumblr. Again, the rest of the stuff we do is at Moonshot Pods. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time for more Interstitial Infinity. getting kicked in the face at Warp Tour? Did you shatter your glasses in a mosh pit in 2007? Did you wear more studded belts than a Final Fantasy character? Then we have the show for you. We are So Emo I Fell Apart, a podcast about third wave emo, late night live journal updates, burnt hair, and everything in between. Join us every second Saturday as we examine major moments in the history of emo and keep you updated on current events. Because it was never a phase.